0: Hashtag murder may contain explicit and disturbing material and may not be suitable for all audiences. Listener discretion is advised. Hello! And welcome to... Hashtag Murder! murder. Woo! I'm Scar. And I'm Alex. And we're millennials who love murder. And And bohongless. Yeah, <laughs> you stopped and got some uh, Cajun Filet biscuits, biscuits and Bow Rounds. And the infamous Bowberry Biscuit. <laughs> yeah. You know who would love a Bowberry Biscuit? Who? George W. <laughs> I bet you he would fucking love a Bowberry Biscuit. He <laughs> probably would. Uh, my fellow Americans. I know you want to send your your water, your canned goods. <laughs> Just send your cash. <laughs> now that watch this video? drive. Now watch this drive. That video was so fucking funny. What was the one he had about? Uh, the single mom of a single mom of two kids is the hardest job in America. And then he like just fucking goes. He he pulls up Joe Biden and pulls some other shit out of his ass. <laughs> it's just word salad at that point. He's, like, He's just from, saying words. Yeah, <laughs> America, patriotism. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. <laughs> Oh, my God! Um, you had something you were gonna tell me. What were you gonna tell me? Oh, about how newt scaled your <laughs> fucking newt <laughs> shower curtain. <laughs> um he He's in his crackhead energy phase right now. Oh so he got on top of my bathroom counter. Mm-hmm. and then he jumped from the bathroom counter onto my shower curtain, <laughs> dug in with his claws, mm-hmm. and then scaled almost to the very top of it. <laughs> And then he uh, lost his footing, I guess, and fell into the bottom of the bathtub and started screaming and running around and being dramatic. Uh, Did he land on his feet? I don't know. I just heard a big boom. Oh, no. Probably not then. Uh, I had a cat once. She was so willow. Oh, the one that she did the digging in the mirror thing that Newt does. Yes. She was such a silly cat. But we had this, our basement had a drop ceiling and Mm -hmm. the windows were like, I don't know, 10 feet tall. Mm -hmm. They were at the top of the ceiling. And one day I was looking for her and we had to, I had to lock her in the basement at night because Mm -hmm. she was insane. Mm -hmm. And so I opened the door and she was usually at the top of the stairs and she wasn't there. And so I started calling her name and I heard this like pitter patter across the ceiling. Uh. And then her little head poked out from the window. She was in the ceiling. She's (laughs) psychotic. She loved it. That was her favorite place (laughs) to be. Oh, she was really sweet. Um... Okay, you asked me why I put that note in there. Yeah. So I've got a question for you. Okay. Did your siblings ever tell you anything that was not a real thing, but you just maybe within the past few years realized it's not a real thing? Um. You're like, you've been I'm believing the, it your whole life. I'm the oldest, so no. <laughs> so this happened like a year ago, and I'm sitting around the dinner table. We're over at Harlington's Clinton's house. Okay. Gayleen and Terry, we're all there. And they're talking about hockey and I was like <gasps> Sports Puck. <laughs> yeah, they're talking about the Sports Puck. And I was like, "Oh, the only the only hockey player I know is Yashir Vinet." And they were like, "Who?" And I was like, "Yashir Vinet. He's like a Russian hockey player." Oh, no. and they were like, "No." And I was like, "Yeah. Like my brother talked about him all the time whenever I was a child and I it's a thing, right? Right? So I looked it up. It's not a thing. Oh. There is no or yeah, sure, Vine It. or yeah, sure, Vine It. It sounds like a, um, uh, one of the reindeer. <laughs> oh, but that's something that my brother said, because it's like, yeah, sure, why not? And yeah, he sure, thought he got me, and I believed that lie for at least 15 years. I'm impressed. <laughs> Actually, probably at least 20 years. I kind feel of like that's the equivalent of me yeah. calling it, or we all call it, uh, where's your sister sauce? <laughs> yeah where's your sister sauce mm-hmm. uh, oh my god um but yeah dustin uh, had to point that out that that is not a real thing and i huh. believed a lie that my brother told me whenever i was like 10 oh um i've <laughs> definitely told my sister some bullshit yeah. i can't think of any off the top of my head uh, oh my god that literally doesn't have anything to do with anything i just saw russia in my notes and it reminded me of that <laughs> Um, but anyways, we got to get into this because this is a long, it's a long one. It's a long story, but it's a goodie. Let's go. All right. So hold on to your hats because this one's bonkers. But It's going to be a wild ride. So stay with me here. So this week we're going to Newport Beach, California. <gasps> Cal- Have we been in California? I think so. Oh, okay. I'm pretty, yeah. Yeah. Because uh, that's where um, what's her face was killed. Uh, Peggy. Oh, she had moved. Yeah. Yep, you're right. And uh, Charlie Manson. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. So Newport Beach, it's the land of boats and surfing. This is where you go to have a life of luxury. And like you don't live here unless you have a huge boat. Oh. It's like a pre-wreck of so, living here. Um, I'm going to assume the demographic is uh, white. <laughs> it's all white people. It's white people. <laughs> as far tan as the eye whi- can see. Tan white people. Oh, extremely tan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I'll show you their photos yeah so this is where tom hawks lives tony hawk (laughs) not pro (laughs) skater tony hawk oh god he's his brother (laughs) Uh, and it is hawks with an s and we will circle back to that much later in the story okay so tom was an all-around great guy and a bit of a looker he's kind of a cutie for being like an old guy he was he's kind of cute well, you think all of them are cute. <laughs> that's true. You're dating one. <laughs> that's very true. Uh, so Tom grew up living the beach life, and he loved spending time with his brother. He joined the military at a young age, and he even went to Nam, Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and once he was out of the military, he and wife number one had two sons named Ryan and Matthew. And eventually, when he and wife number one got divorced, Tom got full custody of the two boys. And this is whenever the boys were about like five and ten ish okay. five and eight. I don't know. I didn't like young was children. going off pictures. Yep. I didn't have exact ages. Um, just to be noted, <laughs> oh my God. adult Ryan. Is very attractive. (laughs) Like, just picture a chiseled jaw, well-manicured, tall, dark, handsome, and you're probably picturing Ryan Hawks. Okay. He's not as hot as Dustin, but he is super cute. I'm going to Google now while you're telling me this stuff. (laughs) Okay. So now we meet Miss Jackie Hawks, and she is Tom's second wife. No one had a bad thing to say about Jackie. She was sweet and down-to-earth. And her and Tom had a lot of friends. Everybody loved them. And whenever they got married, they had like 150 people show up. And they got married on the beach, which was really cute. And based on photos, whenever they got married, I'm going to say the boys were like 9 and 13. And despite their biological mother still being alive, they both called Jackie mom. Aww. I know. Did you? Holy shit. This man's a buff. Did you find a picture? Yeah, of him? yeah. He's a he's a little potty uh, McHodderson Zach Efron. Like he could be um like play uh, Clark Kent in a sup- like a Superman movie. Yeah, yeah. he's uh yeah. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right, now moving forward to November of two thousand, Tom has since retired and has this dream of buying and living on a boat. Oh, Jimmy Buffet. Yeah. So he ends up buying this boat for about $300,000, and he named it the well-deserved. $300,000? Yeah. There's houses cheaper. Well, I guess not anymore. That's true. Back then there would have been houses cheaper than that. That's true. Well, he's going to live on the boat. So it is a house. Yeah. Yeah, Essentially. And the well-deserved was built in 1980, and it was a 55-foot trawler. Trawler? Big-ass boat. Yeah, I don't know what that means, but it's a big boat. It had a full kitchen, a queen-size bed. You could literally live in this thing, which is what they were going to do. Mm -hmm. And Tom and Jackie kept it in pristine condition. This was their baby. Yeah. So Tom and Jackie spent a lot of their time traveling. They went up and down the coast of California as well as Mexico. Uh, They were living their best lives. Also, Tom was way into fitness, as you could see from those photos. Yeah. Even at his older age, this man was in shape. Like, almost bodybuilding quality. Where's my beach ball? That's shit that Clinton does. Uh, He was always working out. (laughs) Uh, And uh, the two recorded a lot of their life together with a camcorder. And there's lots of footage of, like, Tom lifting weights and doing push-ups and pull-ups while they're out on the boat. Which is fun. And from these videos, you can just tell, like, how madly in love with each other Tom and Jackie were. Cute. We love love. We do. Mm-hmm. We do love love. So the two lived life like this for about two years, and they were planning on doing it for, like, ever I guess. I mean, that's a retirement thing, I guess. Yeah. But two years into living the boat life, Matt, their youngest son, tells them that he's going to be a father. Aww. Yeah. So they're going to become grandparents, which Tom was super thrilled about, but like Jackie was over the moon. She could not wait to be a Gigi. That's how my mom is going to be. She's going to be like fucking thrilled to be a grandparent. That's how Kayla's mom is. She loves being a Nini. Oh, Nini, Nini, That's cute. I like that. Um, And Jackie actually couldn't have any children of her own due to some internal complications from a motorcycle wreck that she was in whenever she was 22. So, like, it's go time. Yeah. This is her time to shine and be the best grandma ever. Now, how are they going to live like this with the boat and not having, like, an actual house and be with their new grandchild? They can't really, so Tom and Jackie decide that they're going to downsize in the boat department, enlist the well deserved, and then take that money and move closer to Matt and their grandbaby. Oh, I know. Which is really sweet because, like, this was, this was the end goal. This was gonna be their life forever. Mm-hmm. So Tom and Jackie took out an ad in a boating magazine and posted their treasured, well deserved for sale by owner. Did you read these notes? Nope. Good. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. <laughs> Uh, so uh, Tom and Jackie take one last trip to Catalina Island, and Tom's brother Jim even joined them on his boat on his boat as well for one last hurrah around November twelfth of two thousand four. And they told Jim and some other friends that they were going through with the sale of the boat, and it would happen a few days after they got back to Newport Beach. The Hawks get back, they moor the boat, and next thing you know, no one could get a hold of Tom or Jackie. Dun, dun, dun. They aren't answering their phones. No one's seen them in a couple days. What's going on here? Tom killed Jackie. He threw her overboard. Well, what? oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I really didn't read these notes. So if that's what happened, I'm going to be <laughs> laughing my ass off. <laughs> so, Ryan and Matt, the sons, are growing concerned. So, they call their Uncle Jim, Tom's brother, and they're like, Hey, we haven't heard from Mom or Dad since they got back here. Do you mind coming down here to help us look? And Jim just so happens to be a retired chief of police. So he's like, hell yeah, I'm headed there right now. Cool. So they all go down to where the well-deserved is moored, and the boat is there, but the Hawks' car is not, which is weird. Also, no Jackie or Tom. They take the dinghy out (laughs) to the boat. I love the name of that. (laughs) Why is it called a dinghy? I have no idea. (laughs) Uh, They take the dinghy out to the boat, and the boat was, like, a little disheveled. It wasn't Properly anchored, and there were a few towels strewn about, and nothing was covered. It just didn't seem right, and definitely wasn't the way that Tom would have left his beloved boat. Yeah, because he's, he's a super clean guy. Oh, yeah. Can, like, take... Now it's November 16th, and still no word from Tom or Jackie. So, four days since they were last seen on that trip to Catalina Island, and one day since anyone has actually heard from either of them. Now, everyone knew that they were selling the boat. But no one knew to whom they were selling it, but that buyer was going to be taking the boat out for a test drive whenever they got back to Newport from that last trip they took. Okay. And it was confirmed by a close friend who Jackie had called and spoken with on the 15th, and she told his friend, hey, we're going out to test drive the boat with this potential buyer. I'll let you know whenever we get back, which was going to be a few days. That's a long test drive. Yeah, and they were going to go with them for a few days? I thought that was a little odd, but, like, maybe that's how buying a boat works? Or buying a big boat like that. Yeah, um, I don't know. But remember, the boat is currently moored, so, yeah, and their car is not Not there. Not there. Yep. So back to Brother Jim. He's going to find out whoever the potential buyer is, so he leaves a note on the boat saying, quote, My name is Jim, former chief of police, Please contact me. Tom and Jackie Hawks are missing and I need to chat with you. End quote. Along with his phone number. Okay. I wouldn't fuck around with Jim. No. I think Jim is going to get some shit done here. Yep. Now, the person who reaches out to Jim is a lady named Jennifer DeLeon. And Jennifer is like this super sweet 20-something-year-old chick. And she calls him and she's like, Hi, Jim. My husband Skylar and I just bought the boat in full and cash I don't know where Tom and Jackie ran off to but we're also looking for them because we don't know how to work this boat. Okay bye. Well like that was the whole. I'm sorry you bought a (laughs) boat and you don't know how to use it? (laughs) They sure did. And Jim is like um okay. Like we're all like. What the fuck? What? So this young lady and her husband bought the boat. I'm assuming it for close to if not more than $300,000. Yeah, maybe like 250 or something since it's a couple years old. Yeah. And Tom and Jackie didn't deposit that money like immediately because she said they paid in cash, which is strange. Who has that much cash lying around? Yeah. And then who wouldn't immediately go deposit it? Yeah. Why would you just keep it in a briefcase? Or why would you not just get a wire transfer? Yeah. So, uh, these are all good questions. So, on November 17th, Brother Jim files a missing persons report for both Tom and Jackie. Now, on November 26th, which was 11 days since the Hawks had been heard from, investigators start investigating. They're on the case. Okay. Chase is on the case. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, They start digging into these buyers, Skylar and Jennifer DeLeon, and they find some troubling information. That Skyler is a convicted felon who was on probation at the time for armed burglary with a weapon. Oh, that sounds great. Fantastic. We love that. Um, side note, Skyler's given name is John Julius Jacobson Jr. J.J.J. which J. Yes. Um, which we will also circle back to towards the end of this story. It reminds me of that like nursery rhyme, John Jacob the Jingleheimer Schmidt. <laughs> okay, now this is interesting. Skylar was not only a convicted felon; he was also a child actor, <gasps> a Disney Channel star. <laughs> um, no, it wasn't Disney. And he had recently changed his name from John Julius Jacobson Jr. to Skylar Preciosa de Leon. Is this RuPaul's Drag Race? We're gonna get to it. (gasps) (laughs) RuPaul, no! Uh, So as a child, he had several commercial gigs, and he was an extra in the Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. But apparently he was a really shitty actor, and he couldn't remember any of his lines. And he was only doing it because his dad wanted to do it so he could make money off of him. Sounds about right. Yeah. So whenever acting didn't work out, and to try and appease his father and prove his, quote, manliness, end quote, he joined the Marines and served for a few years. Okay. Um, and it's funny. Okay, so I was taking these notes. And for some reason, I didn't know anything about this case. But I knew it was just, I knew I had to cover it. Uh-huh. So... As I'm writing these notes, I don't know the ending of this. So we're all learning together. Okay. (laughs) So literally in my notes, I put, pretty sure Skylar is a closeted homosexual. (laughs) (laughs) And like, we'll get back to this whole manliness thing. Manly. Yeah. Anyway, so they also learn that Jennifer grew up in a well-to-do church-going family and that she and Skylar met online. They dated for a year and then they got married. Then nine months later, they had a baby girl, and shortly after, they were pregnant with a second child. Okay. Skylar and Jennifer were not doing well in the financial department. Mm-hmm. They were almost a hundred thousand dollars in debt and oh. living, yeah, and living in a garage turned living space next to her parents' house. And they didn't have like a bathroom or a kitchen. It was just a bedroom. Yeah, they were just like sharing their parents' house, basically. Yeah. So things aren't looking so super great. So how do you great. afford a, um, a big-ass boat? That's another excellent question. Um, and actually, Skylar will tell us the answer to that Oh, um, momentarily. So now, it's November 29th. Thanksgiving has come and gone, and Tom and Jackie have been missing for two weeks. No sign of anything investigators go out to the well-deserved and the inside of the cabin is even more disheveled than the outside. There's food wrappers, random hangers, open coolers, and papers everywhere. It's a mess and (laughs) this is so weird. So within all of this mess they find a receipt from Target. Target? Yeah and guess what this receipt was for? Let's hear it. (laughs) (laughs) A chainsaw. Hefty trash bags, Clorox bleach, and ultra strength Tums. Why do you, you had a you have acid reflux? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, bleaching blood off of a boat. <laughs> yeah. Made you a little nauseous. Yeah. Had to calm down that calm down that belly. So the investigators go to Target and they pull the security footage and they're totally expecting to see Skylar and Jennifer on this video. And it's neither of them. Okay. <laughs> it's this overweight white man with a mustache wearing a white baseball cap. What? So who was this guy, and how does how did his receipt get on this boat? Turns out this guy is named Steve Henderson, and Steve is Jennifer's father. Oh, it's a family affair. <laughs> uh, so investigators go to Steve's home, and they're like, hey, is this you buying this murder cleanup kit, mm-hmm. essentially? And he's like, yeah, my daughter sent me because her and her husband just bought this boat, and they wanted to clean it up investigators ask him where his daughter is and he's like oh they're probably helping clean up this church that's right down the road they might be there right now so now they're headed to the church they is good, church-going people. Uh-huh. They would never murder a couple and send their bodies off on the side of a boat. <laughs> they would never. Uh, so the detective speaks with Jennifer first, and he's all, You know those people you bought the boat from? We can't find them. You got anything for us? And Jennifer, once again, says that she is concerned as well, but she doesn't know where Tom and Jackie are either, and that she'd been trying to get a hold of them for quite some time. Yeah, because, you know, we bought a boat that we don't know how to use. That they don't know how to turn on. <laughs> And Skyler states that they paid for the boat, documents were signed, the boat is theirs, and he doesn't know what else to tell the investigators. He gave them all the notarized paperwork, the signatures, the fingerprints, everything seemed legit. Hmm. But something isn't adding up, so investigators ask Skyler to come down to the station to be, like, properly questioned. So he goes down to the station on November 30th, 2004, which is 15 days since the Hawks went missing. Skyler says that he saw an ad in the sports fishing magazine, contacted Tom, bought the boat, bada bing, bada boom, done. He didn't didn't know anything else. Then investigators are like, where did you get almost half a million dollars to buy this boat? To which Skyler says, well, I've got money. It's just not in the bank money. It's drug money. He literally what <laughs> he literally said that exact thing to the investigator uh, and that he didn't know what to do with it because it's all cash. So he decided to invest in this boat. So he literally just admitted to money laundering from selling drugs, drugs. <laughs> to police investigators. It's like a mattress firm. <laughs> yeah. They definitely are laundering money. Yeah, There's no way that there should be one on every corner. No, <laughs> and they're never busy. No. So, Skylar goes on to say that they all took the boat out, he loved it, and the cash payment took place in the parking lot near where the boat was moored, in $100 bills, in a briefcase. And that was that. Tom handed over the keys, and he and Jackie got into their SUV and drove away, never to be heard from again. No. (laughs) But, investigators have one more piece of information that they would like Skylar to explain turns out that not only did the hawks sell skylar their prized yacht they also gave him power of attorney for a kid they've never met and they have two sons that could easily have done that for them yeah so this was discovered by their accountant so they hand over like their entire life to this random boy no 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 also, there is video footage of both Skyler and Jennifer trying to withdraw money from the Hawks' bank account. Excuse me? Yeah, so they... yeah. Okay. <laughs> but Skyler has a totally logical answer for this whole power of attorney thing. He said that he got to speaking with Tom, and Tom told him that he wanted to buy some property in Mexico. And in Mexico, you can't buy property unless you have a citizenship, and Skylar has dual citizenship. So Tom was just like, sure, you random stranger I just met can totally take over all my financial and medical decisions for both my wife and I. It's so logical. It makes so much sense. (laughs) This did not happen. (laughs) This is not a thing. Okay, so investigators ask Skylar who was present for this whole thing. The signing of the documents... The deal all that and he states it was me my wife my daughter tom jackie the notary and alonzo pete alonzo <laughs> we're adding in more characters here i don't know who that is oh he's a he's a baseball player oh uh, okay i should i should have known that mm-hmm. so who the fuck is alonzo not pete so his full name is alonzo McChain, and skyler met alonzo while he was serving time in prison and alonzo was a prison guard Yeah, it's not shady. And Alonzo? Not cute. I need you to pull up a photo right now. I put holy neck. (laughs) Look at a little giraffey, buddy. (laughs) Oh, God. His neck's like a foot long, (laughs) it's super long. (laughs) Uh, Oh, my God. So it turns out that while Skyler was in prison, he was on a work release program, so he could leave as long as he was back at a certain time. And him and Alonzo were just best buds. They'd go hang out, shoot the shit, as if Skyler wasn't in prison for armed burglary. Alonzo, I need you to do better. You and your neck. Who hires these people? (laughs) I want to (laughs) know. So investigators pick up Alonzo, he basically tells the same story that Skyler handed over the money, the paperwork was signed, and the Hawks drove away. They also interview the notary, Kathleen Harris, and she also tells the same story. So now investigators are at a dead end. They really don't have anything, and all of the accused have an answer for every question they ask him. With nowhere else to turn, investigators go to the media, just like in, uh... Tanya oh, yeah. Ryder. Yeah, Tanya Ryder. Yep, where her husband had to go do that. What is his name, Tom, too? Yeah. Tanya and Tom, right? Yeah. I think so. We love a Tom. I know. Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> so, Tom and Jackie have been missing for almost a month, and they released the story on Good Morning America. And Ryan, Haughty Ryan. Haughty Ryan. Yep. <laughs> and one of the sergeants on the case speak on behalf of Tom and Jackie. They're pleading for any sort of information regarding their disappearance and showed several photos of them as a family and as a couple, and the whole thing is just very sad. They also show a photo of their vehicle, which was a silver Honda CRV, along with the license plate, hoping that anyone watching could call in and be like, hey, I've seen that car parked here or just driving downtown, down the road, so they need this piece of information. They need to find the car. Yeah. So just so bizarre so the day after this news story aired investigators receive a phone call from a woman who had watched the good morning america show and she says i'm looking at this car right now i live in mexico and it's parked right outside of my trailer it's just in the parking lot where did? how did we get to mexico and she lives in Ensenada. ensanada oh is it Ensenada? um yeah Ensenada. oh that's fun so, when this lady calls in, investigators are like, okay. And they go, and the SUV actually is in Mexico. So, where the fuck's Tom and Jackie? <laughs> so, like, are they there too? Maybe? Investigators go down there immediately, and everyone's like, oh, this is our friend, Skylar De Leon's car. Oh. And people in this neighborhood were like, yeah, Skylar and Jennifer. They just dropped this car off and they gave it to us. Apparently, Skylar had met. These people, some years earlier, through a friend of their, he was a friend of their sons. Uh-huh. So many, so many twists and turns. So, the same day that the car is found in Mexico, Skyler is brought back in by investigators, and he's not alone. This time, he brought his infant child with him. I'm assuming he was like, if I got my baby with me, They can't arrest me. <laughs> they can't arrest me. <laughs> uh, and Skyler is still denying everything while holding his baby. Who I'm I'm assuming is, like, a year old. Yeah. I don't know, ages. Um, But this was funny. At some point, the baby spit up on him. (laughs) Like, all over his shirt. Karma. (laughs) Yeah, that's a big old fuck you from your own baby. Uh, And they really don't get any other info from Skylar, but they did arrest him the next day on December 17th of 2004 for the whole drug money laundering thing. They're going to arrest him for something. Now, investigators go back to Skylar and Jennifer's makeshift apartment and they find all kinds of interesting things such as tom and jackie's laptop as well as their video camera sus and remember whenever we learned that they recorded like a lot of their life yeah well here's the camera and it has a video of tom and jackie and then it cuts to like the video just cuts mid-video to skylar and jennifer's thanksgiving dinner excuse me So they stole the Hawks' video camera, then used the same tape that was in it to record their Thanksgiving dinner. What? Okay. (laughs) So now investigators are like, um, is, did Jennifer have anything to do with this? Because, like, sure seems like it. Mm -hmm. Now they also find a business card in Skylar and Jennifer's apartment, and it's for a Joe Bonilla. And Joe is a liaison between Mexican and American police people with Interpol. So he handles extracontinental affairs. Sounds fancy. Why do they have his card? (laughs) This is where everything goes off the rails. (laughs) Not that it hadn't already, um, but we're about to get like a Russian nesting murder inside of a murder. (laughs) What? A murder and a murder. So now, investigators learn of this man named John Jarvie. And John Jarvie was a petty counterfeiter. And his body had been found in Mexico, dead with his throat slit in December of 2003. And John Jarvie... Hold on, let me guess. (laughs) Him and Skyler are prison buddies. (laughs) They are. They're jailmates. (laughs) They are. (laughs) And Skylar had told John Jarvey that he was from a wealthy family and that he could bring him a lot of money. And all John Jarvey has to do is bring him $50,000 in cash and that they'll make their way down to Mexico and they'll make it big time. So he met him in the States and then they have to go down to Mexico. Didn't get any... What's big time? Don't know. Don't know <laughs> what the plan was. Really, <laughs> the... <laughs> really fancy money launderers? <laughs> there was no plan. Um, and he never, we never got the plan. But this is the story that Skylar wove and John Jarvie believed him. And keep in mind, this happened while Skylar was still in jail for that armed burglary. But he was on the work release program. So does this dude not know that he was, okay. (laughs) So Skylar and John drive down to Mexico. Skylar slits John's throat and leaves him to die and takes the $50,000. And then Skyler had to scurry back to the jail to make it back before curfew. So he literally drove down to Mexico with this man. Murdered him. Murdered him. Stole his money. Stole his money. Probably his counterfeit money. <laughs> and then drove, yeah. And then drove back up and made it back by curfew. Yeah. It's great time. Yeah. And Skyler was questioned in the John Jarvey case, but there was no resolution and the case went unsolved. They were just like, oh, fuck it. Just a counterfeiter. Whatever. Yeah. So now investigators are circling back to that notary chick, Kathleen Harris, and they're like, this is not how this could have gone down. None of your story makes sense. And Kathleen doubles down and stands her ground and says that Tom and Jackie were there. She notarized the papers and then she left. And this went on for some time and the detectives were getting like super frustrated with one another and they're all trying to get this confession out of Kathleen. Yeah. They're trying to crack her first because if she cracks... Everything's going to tumble down. Yeah. So another investigator goes and tries to get her to change her story, and this is how it goes. And would you like to role play this with me? Oh, of course. <laughs> do you want to be the investigator, or do you want to be Kathleen? I want to be an investigator. <laughs> okay. <laughs> ah, so you start, and then just every other line is <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> ah. All right. So you're the investigator. <clears throat> Did you hurt these people? No. That are missing? No, no, no. There's no doubt in your mind that the two people signed these documents in front of you. Right now. You see, you hesitate. No baloney. This is bullshit. This is what I'm talking about. Tell me right now the truth. Those people that are missing signed those documents is what you're telling me. Yes. I don't believe you. You tell me the truth, Kathleen. I, I am. Kathleen, these people didn't fill out these documents in front of you, did they? When I filled out the log, they have to sign it and put their thumbprint. And you took their thumbprints. I'm like ninety percent sure. There is no ninety. It's either a hundred or it's nothing. You're being wishy-washy. Yes, they they did. Kathleen, give me a break. I mean, my four-year-old could do better than this. Honestly, Kathleen, no, honestly, I want to know the truth. <laughs> and Insane. <laughs> All cops have to be from Texas. It's just a thing. It is, and he he was not, but that's Aww. fine. <laughs> Fine. Sorry, Mr. Officer. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So Kathleen leaves and then calls her attorney, who calls the investigators, and says that she will be representing Kathleen from now on. So she immediately lawyered up yeah. after this whole interaction. Yeah. So Kathleen finally breaks down and is like, now that I'm thinking about it, we actually weren't in that parking lot altogether. Not sure why I said that earlier. Um, probably because <laughs> the illegal what you did. <laughs> Ah, Kathleen then reveals that she had never met Tom or Jackie and that she was given these papers after this whole deal went down and backdated the date on them. Illegal. Yep. They so, were right, though. She did crack. I know! Uh, they they went after the, the lady first. Yep. And she sang like a canary. Now we're moving on to Alonzo. Alonzo with the neck machine. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and he will be the next one to spill the proverbial beans. So Alonzo remember he was the prison guard who met Skylar and they were like buddies. So Alonzo goes on to say that Skylar told him that he had all this money and how he was in the Power Rangers. (laughs) (laughs) You mean an extra on the Power Rangers? that he wasn't even good in. (laughs) Uh, and how he has this plan all worked out to make even more money and that he needed his help because he was this international hitman sir so skylar is saying about himself that he is an international hitman and that he gets these contracts all the time and how he would never take a job if the person was innocent he only took out the bad guys Oh, so he's like Dexter. (laughs) Yeah, once again. And all that Alonzo has to do to help him is to lure these people out to the sea and just toss them overboard. Casual. Yeah. So murder two people and become a millionaire. So easy. Just like that. It's just like tossing trash into the ocean. Yeah. So easy. It's too easy. And Alonzo's like, wow, that's a great opportunity. I'm totally in. You piece of shit. All right. So now we're going to go back in time a little bit to November 6th, 2004. So this is nine days before Tom and Jackie go missing. Skylar and Alonzo go to meet Tom and check out the well-deserved. And Tom's spidey senses kind of start to go off. He's like, um, (laughs) he didn't say this, but I put, these two weenies want to buy my yacht? (laughs) For like half a million dollars? I don't think so. I probably Uh thought they were dinguses. Yeah. Uh, so what does Skylar do? Oh, uh, Jackie is also there. Okay. So Skylar calls his wife, Jennifer, and instructs her to meet them down by the yacht and to bring their baby along. Oh, to be like, oh, we have a baby. We won't do yep. anything psycho to you. Yep. Because we have a baby. To put uh, Tom and Jackie at ease and unfortunately they fall for it because Jackie loves babies and here's this young family just starting their life together and Jennifer is very sweet and charming. So now they're fucked. Yeah. Now as I mentioned earlier Tom is a big guy and he's constantly working out and Skylar is like I'm gonna need some help if we're gonna pull this off because both him and Alonzo are like shrimps. Yeah you, you can see pictures of them they're tiny. Yeah so now we're gonna get we're going to add in another character. Introducing John Fitzgerald Kennedy. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> yes, yes,
0: like the 30th, 35th president of the United States. Did he States. come back from the dead? <laughs> JFK, I can't. Uh, but So Skyler knew this man through a mutual friend. And John F. Kennedy was the founder of the Long Beach Insane Crips and a former youth pastor. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. I'm a gang leader, but also a youth love, pastor. I love the future of America. I love J-Man. <laughs> uh, so Skyler employs Alonzo and JFK to go on this test ride with Tom and Jackie Hawks. So we have a failed childhood actor, a gang member slash preacher, and a former prison guard getting onto this boat. So, okay. So <laughs> a former prison guard, mm-hmm. a gang member, and a failed child actor all walking to a bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, okay. I'm glad we got that laugh in because now we're going to talk about the day that Tom and Jackie disappeared and it's sad okay i'm ready so november 15th 2004 all five people tom jackie those three leave newport beach on the well-deserved headed towards catalina island and at some point the three men get jackie and tom separated Skyler and john f kennedy go downstairs with tom and alonzo is left with jackie in the kitchen Jackie then hears a struggle start, and this prompts Alonzo to be like, all right, this is happening. That was like his cue to subdue Jackie. Mm -hmm. So John Kennedy restrains Tom and handcuffs him with his hands behind his back, and they also do the same to Jackie. Tom and Jackie were placed back-to-back on their queen-size bed, And Jackie starts pleading with these men. She's trying to get any sort of empathy out of them, saying all she wants to do is see her grandson. But these men are completely heartless. Jackie goes on to say to Skylar, quote, How dare you do this? You brought your pregnant wife and daughter whenever we first met you. We trusted you. Why are you doing this? Yeah. Yeah. While on the bed, back to back, handcuffed, Tom and Jackie could still touch each other's hands. And Tom was stroking Jackie's hands and telling her that he loves her. And then he says, quote, it's okay, sweetheart. We're going to be together. Where we're going, we're going to be together. End quote. That's so sad. I literally, this whole time I'm watching it and I'm feeling fine. And then they said that part and I burst into tears. I had to turn it off and like come back to it. Ugh. So Tom and Jackie are brought to the top deck, and this is whenever Skylar demands that they all sign the paperwork for the sale of the boat, as well as the power of attorney, and that if they signed it, he would let them go. So they're like, (sighs) yeah, let's do that, because we don't care about that shit, we just want to see our family. Yeah, I would just rather be alive, take whatever you want. Now this um, next thing was extremely smart of Jackie to do. Their last name is Hawks. With Mm -hmm. an S. And whenever she signs all this paperwork, she leaves the S off. Oh. So. Cheeky. Yeah. So notating to whoever was getting this paperwork later on, or to investigators, they would know that she signed them under duress. Yeah. That's smart. Go Jackie. I know. So Jackie knew what was about to happen, that her and Tom were not going to be making it off the well-deserved alive. Skyler then sets the yacht's GPS for the deepest part of the ocean and they all head in that direction. Skyler then takes a huge anchor from off of the boat and places it near the back next to an opening leading directly into the water. He then handcuffs Tom and Jackie to the anchor. Tom tried to fight back and actually kick Skyler like in the nuts. Oh and it, yeah. And it knocked him down a little bit, but there was, there was no more fighting. Um, Skyler fell backward and then stood up with a smirk on his face and then threw the anchor overboard, dragging Jackie and Tom to the bottom of the ocean. Um, sorry, morbid. You can't just, like, shoot them. You have to, you have to drown them to death. <sighs> yeah. And then apparently, Skylar yelled, woohoo! And then leaned over the rail of the boat and watched until the water calmed again. Because he's fucking psychotic. I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, and then they turned the boat around and they headed back to Newport Beach. Just casual. Yeah. And on this way back, John fucking Kennedy decides that he wants to fish. So he grabs one of Tom's fishing poles, sets it up, grabs one of Tom's beers out of the fridge and just sits back and relaxes. You just murdered two people and you just want to drink beer and fish? Yeah. I don't understand how there are humans like this in the world. It's terrifying. So 25 year old. Oh, he's 25. He's 25. He's 25. 25-year-old Skyler is finally arrested in either late 2004 or early 2005, but investigators don't have enough evidence to arrest Jennifer, his wife, because they're pretty sure she totally knew everything that had happened that day. And Jennifer even said that she was confident that Skyler had nothing to do with the murders. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But on April 6th, 2005, four months later, they start closing in on Jennifer. Oh, and she said that second baby by now, because remember, she was pregnant. Yeah. um, Whenever he killed them. Mm -hmm. Um, So they're saying, hey, just tell us what you know and testify against Skylar, and you get away with this scot-free. You get to be with your children. I thought you couldn't testify against your spouse if you were married. I don't know if it's a you can't do it or you don't have to do it. I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Because there is spousal privilege, but like, I think you maybe still can if you sure. feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We'll have to look that up. So Jennifer says no, um, that she is 100% confident that Skylar had nothing to do with the murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks yet again. So they arrest Jennifer. They're <laughs> like, fine, <laughs> <Bye."> <laughs> So they finally arrest her. Jennifer goes on trial in November of 2006, and she's singing quite a different tune now. Now she's saying that she had no idea what Skylar was planning, and that after she found out, she had to pretend to be by his side because he'd kill her too if she ever testified against him. Jennifer. They always do please. that. They're like, my husband said he would kill me if I didn't help him. Uh huh. Yeah. And as the evidence unfolded, it became clear that Jennifer was the mastermind behind the whole thing. Oh, it's like uh, Catherine uh, Kelly. And, uh, Machine Gun Kelly? Yes! How she did ever? how uh, she did all the work, uh-huh. and he just did all the heavy lifting. Yeah. Yeah! And that Skylar wouldn't have done any of this if Jennifer hadn't orchestrated the whole fucking well, thing. he's kind of stupid, so. Well, yeah. And the whole time they were on the boat, Skylar was calling Jennifer before every single move he made. He called her, Honey, I just gotta ask you permission to- Yeah. Uh, can I go pee? I know! So, uh, Jennifer may have not been on the boat- But she did. But everything that happened today was decided by her. Yep. Oh, by the way, Jennifer was 23. She's a child. (laughs) They're 25 and 23. So Jennifer was found guilty and was convicted to life in prison at the Central California Women's Facility in Chowchilla? Chowchilla? Chowchilla. California, without the possibility of parole for the murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks. Bye. Bye, bitch. So, like, why did this happen? How did we get here? Was it just for the boat? No, it was money. They it was the money. money. Yep. Money for what, you may ask? I mean, they're in debt. <laughs> uh, so I totally called this, like, oh, halfway through. He's gay? Uh, well, no. Oh. Um, turns out, Skylar wanted to have gender reassignment surgery. And needed the money to have the procedure done. So he killed three people so, so he, that he could have
1: a reassignment surgery?
0: Yeah. He killed John Jarvey and Tom and Jackie Hawks. Well, now he'll get it for free because you can get it for free in prison. We're going to get to it. Okay. Uh, um, At one point in 2009, while in jail, Skyler actually tried to remove his wiener. How? <laughs> he had apparently... Uh. Ripped off a strip from his bed sheets and wrapped it around his junk and, like, tried to rip it off. Um, so <laughs> grossed out. <laughs> and he stated for as long as he could remember, he wanted to be a woman. But he wasn't attracted to men. He just wanted to be a woman. Yes. And that once he got to jail, he was like, well, I'm never going to have the surgery, so I may as well just give this a go. Um, so he tried to do that himself okay <laughs> and um he'd actually signed up for gender reassignment surgery before he murdered the hawks okay so he knew he was gonna do it it's premeditated yeah he literally killed them to pay for his surgery to become a woman yes and this is so weird so Skyler's defense attorney during the trial got up and just straight up said quote Skyler is guilty of all three murders what in <laughs> quote <laughs> and the defense was that Skyler was abused as a child, so it was, you know, not his oh, fault no. that he murdered three people. It's definitely not his fault. He should not take ownership for the murders that he committed. Yeah, just because you had a shitty childhood does not mean you get to grow up and kill people. No. <sighs> um. Even Skyler's defense attorney called him a pathetic human being. <laughs> <He's> honest. <laughs> yeah. And also, Skyler is just straight up a big fat liar. Remember, he said he was this like hardcore Marine, and he was super manly, and yeah, and he had said that he was a super high up sniper in this top secret unit, whatever. No, he went AWOL after two weeks. Oh, so he was in like training and then just left. Left. He didn't even finish training. Skyler would like to say that he's a good person with bad decision-making skills, and that for the most part, he's a nice person. And you know what we say to that, Alex? You can can fuck fuck all all the way off. off. (laughs) So after two days of deliberation, Skyler was found guilty of the murder of Tom and Jackie Hawks, as well as John Jarvie, and was sentenced to death, and is awaiting that death sentence at San Quentin State Prison. And John Fuckface Kennedy was also sentenced to death and is, is at the same prison as Skylar. Did he also try to rip his dick off? <laughs> I don't know. And Alonzo the Neck was sentenced to 20 years and four months on a plea deal. And Skylar finally became a woman in jail and was trying to get moved to a women's prison and is taking hormones. No, ma'am. Yep um so yeah you you called that that is a thing and I don't understand why that's allowed I don't know either um no I nope don't get it I really don't and just to be clear I support you doing whatever it is you want to do I just don't support this man being able to get a sex change for free while he's on death row because he murdered three people I digress um, but I do have some fun facts for you. Okay, what are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Uh, I'm going to tell you some Power Ranger fun facts. <laughs> Mighty Morphins! Yeah. Uh, so, and this is straight, it's from this website called Beano, and it's just Power Ranger facts. So, Power Rangers was based on a Japanese TV show called Super Sentai. And Sentai is the Japanese word for fighting squadron, Mm -hmm. which is fun. You knew that? Yeah. Why did you know that? Because my (laughs) ex-wife likes anime. Um, Mm Oh. Oh, yep, you're Mm -hmm. right. Power Rangers was originally called Dino Rangers. I like Dino Rangers better. (laughs) Apparently they changed it to Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, like, right before they aired the show. The actors often did their own stunts, which were... Very pretty, dangerous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and impressive. And they were children, weren't they? <laughs> yeah. Some of those action scenes were taken from the original Japanese show. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles starred in one TV episode, so they had oh, a crossover. A crossover with the turtles. <laughs> which is fun. The first Blue Ranger was named after the actor, the original actor. Oh. Although they did change his name to Billy. Billy? Yep and a lot of people have played the pink power ranger 14 actresses to be specific everybody loves the pink power ranger i know yep so those are my fun uh, look at them do their little dance oh do the little dance. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's too fun i love it i hated that um <laughs> i'm not getting on a boat for a while no oh um oh before you go Follow us on Instagram at hashtag murderpod. Spell it all out. And if you like this, give us five stars. Yeah. And leave us a review. Um, We do have a new review to read. Yeah. Oh, we... and if you uh, want us to cover a specific case, send us a message about it. I already got one from... um. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, so I'm going to read over it this week and go, like, probably do an episode on it. Yeah. All right. And we also have a Patreon. I don't know the... It's in the link for our, our uh, Instagram. I don't know our little hash browns, hash browns. <laughs> so go check us out there. Um, and then we got a lovely review. Well, we got a, a mediocre review. At least they gave us three Ooh, stars read instead the of mediocre one. One. Um. Apparently, my laugh is annoying. <laughs> oh, but at least they gave us three instead of one. <laughs> oh. Oh my God. Uh, I am. A, I also annoy myself. So. Wow. Well, y'all, uh, y'all aren't alone. Y'all fuck off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's okay. Uh, but we got a really sweet one um, from Miss Katie. She said, I'm a business development delivery specialist for tractor supply. And whenever I'm out on the road, I'm listening to y'all. I love y'all so much. Love Katie Painting. It's a cool last name. I know. KP. I like that. So thank you. We really appreciate it. And I have to go. I'm not doing anything today. I'm going to edit this, probably. Um, I'm going to take a nap, because I'm cramping. Uh, yeah. Oh, same. Oh, yeah. We are synced. Yes. Um, it's not a good time of month. No. <laughs> Don't catch us in the uh, middle of the month. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Well, thanks for hanging out. Love, Love you. you bye. bye. Fucking fuck all the way off, Skylar. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to hashtag murder. Episodes are written and edited by Alex Lewis and Scarlett Hipton. Our intro and outro music is written and played by Derek Branton. Our cover art is by the lovely Lauren Walker. And our name was created by the most wonderful, supportive, and super hot boyfriend, Dustin Branton. We hope you've enjoyed your time with us. And If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or ideas, you can reach us at hashtag murderpod at gmail.com. That's H-A-S-H-T-A-G murderpod at gmail.com. And don't forget to tell all of your friends about us. Thanks. Bye. Blue Ranger was also named, was also named. Um, Skylar would go to, s- or no. And they also find, or no. Okay. And all that Alonzo has to help him. Or no. God damn it. Hold on. Former chief of... (laughs) (laughs) Former chief of... God damn it. You're talking like me today. (laughs) While this is... (sighs) Hold on. While this is supposed to happen, Skylar's still in jail. Oh, okay. All right. Let's pull it up here. So he could leave as as, as long as he was back at a certain time time of time the chioma chicks boyfriend um okay i gotta start that one over because i put time of time that's stupid okay and holy shit do they circle back